have got our final episode of my first year on the front line. Of course, this week, Fanula Corbett has introduced us to some of the people who started their careers as the frontline healthcare workers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Across the four-part series, they've been telling us all about dealing with the challenges of an already stressful job with the added pressure of pandemic restrictions. And they've been sharing the highs and the lows of their first 12 months in the role. Your typical day could be anything at all. Um, the pace is always 90. Like you could be, some days you're going in and you could be like, you know, a little jogging pace or something, like things are okay. And then other days you go in and you're sprinting and it just doesn't stop from half seven in the morning till half eight that night, you know. Maeve Glavley is my name. Um, and I'm a staff midwife in Mayo University Hospital in Castlebar. Um, and I come from uh, Warren County Mayo myself. For Maeve, the calling to a career as a midwife came during a transition year placement in Temple Street Children's Hospital. I was actually placed in a lovely unit, St. Patrick's unit, I'll never forget it, in, in Temple Street. And it was actually a unit with really small babies. So obviously babies are gorgeous and they're so cute and cuddly and everything else that goes with it. But I loved the moms. I loved talking to the moms. I couldn't really do anything but kind of chat to them and get to learn their journey and learn their stories and learn everything like that. And that was actually the moment for me that I went, I think I want to be a midwife. So I was about 16 maybe. Maeve went from final year intern to fully qualified in the relatively early stages of the pandemic, meaning an extra layer of pressure on an already extremely stressful job. Leo Vargas, they're telling you stay at home and you know I can't be in contact with people and anyone that can work from home, work from home. And there was me at half six in the morning walking out the door going, what am I doing? As a nation, our physical health has been attacked. We still have too many people in hospital and in our intensive care units with COVID. And going into the hospital where I was like, and it was the fear of the unknown, you know, that feeling of anxiousness, you were stressed. No one really knew what the disease was at the time. So it was, you know, that part was really challenging. And of course, then um, I was four Fortunate enough, I lived with two other midwives, but we were completely isolated. I couldn't see my family. I couldn't, I had no, no connection with people really. In one way, I suppose I was lucky I was at work, but it, I didn't feel lucky at the time. Um, that part was initially very challenging. There were days that we went in and it had to be even faster. We needed to move even quicker again because, you know, you mightn't have had the full staff that you needed that day because of circumstances. I think everybody went through that, whatever healthcare facility you work in. There were some days that you struggled that way and it meant like, right, okay, maybe you really really need to be on the ball today. So yeah, time management and that responsibility, they were the the really big changes that I felt uh, once I qualified. Pandemic restrictions meant major changes to how maternity hospitals ran on a day-to-day basis, including many people having to go through labour alone. Maeve recalls how her role changed when restrictions first came in. The basic care is always the same, that never changes. But I suppose, yeah, of course, there was that extra little bit of, of TLC that we, of course, gave them because of different circumstances that they may have come in with. My role kind of needed to, I needed to alter it a small bit and I needed to make sure that they felt 100% comfortable and 100% supported and that I would literally take their hand if needed be and bring them through it if we had to, you know? But like I said, the women themselves are just amazing. While maternity units are often joyful places, they can also be places of great sadness. I asked Maeve how she supports families through difficult times. We're trained for that too, you know, um, throughout the four years of training, obviously we we do train for, for the moments as well. It's a really important part of our role, you know. 
as a midwife, I suppose, in order to look after these families properly, we need to be able to speak about it. And, you know, we do so in a in our circle of confidentiality within our workforce, I suppose. We do need to be able to speak about things. And once we do, it, it puts us in a better place to be able to support the families then when they are going through it. For me, you know, it's it's a privilege and it's an honour to be able to do that for families if it means giving them any type of supporting care, whatever, whatever their journey may be. Maeve says in order to protect your own mental health and emotional well-being, it's vital to have some downtime outside of work. I'm 100% for the job and as soon as I leave those doors, I get stuck into anything really. <laughs> the football would be a big thing for me. Um, I love to get involved as much as I can. We know staff retention is a huge concern in our country's health service. Maeve says she would love to work abroad, but for her, home will always be calling. Being able to experience midwifery elsewhere in another country, I think is so important. And the midwives that I'm learning from all the time on the wards have all had experience elsewhere in different countries. And they've all been able to bring a snippet of what they've learned back. And I love that idea of being able to experience midwifery and learn midwifery and how midwifery works in other countries. Learn a few maybe new skills and new qualities and then maybe, you know, be able to bring it back to Mayo. Like this is where I'm from. So I'd like to think that I'd be able to bring it back to Mayo, back to Castle Bear and back to the women of Mayo. And Maeve also has a slightly smaller ambition to have a new arrival named after her. That hasn't happened as of yet. I have had some input into names. I have helped Mammy's pick names. But in terms of it being called Maeve, not so much. And if they ever spell it the way that I, that my mother and father spelled it, I definitely won't encourage them to do that either. It's been, <laughs> it's a bit confusing. But um, no, the day that happens, I'll let you know. Do keep us posted. Maeve Glavy, midwife, bringing My First Year on the Frontline to a close. My First Year on the Frontline is a documentary series funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee. A massive thank you to Joanne Craig, Fiona Hannan, Eileen Hopkins and Maeve Glavy who were so generous with their time and shared their stories with us. You can listen back to all episodes on iRadio.ie or through the iRadio app. And that is the final episode of my first year on the front line. As Fanula mentioned, if you want to listen back to any of the previous episodes, you can check out iradio.ie.